Hey, what's up, guys, and welcome to episode 41 of Talk 4, the quickfire podcast where we ask four great questions to unique and interesting people. Behind the mic today is your host, Louis Scoopian. That's me. And our special guest for today, Ben Smith, who's going to be answering some questions today. Ben, please say hi, introduce yourself, and give us a quick rundown of who you are and what you do before I shoot some questions. Sure. Hi, Louis. First of all, mate, thank you very much for having me. It's an absolute pleasure. I'm privileged to be on board. For your listeners who don't know me, my name is Ben. It's actually Ben Honor Smith, not Ben okay, Smith. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am, well, first of all, I'm a dad. I'm a stepdad. I'm a husband. I'm also a coach who runs an online coaching program for men called the Unbreakable Man Program, which essentially gets guys looking, feeling, and performing their absolute best. Brilliant. Wow, what an intro. And dude, I'm so glad to have you on. I'm just going to say it as well. This is the first person I've had on this podcast where I've actually had some prior communication and stuff with them before having an episode. So, you know, I'm talking to a friend here and Ben, I'm part of the Unbreakable Man program. It's awesome. And uh, it's great being being a student and cracking on with my gym sessions and stuff. He's got a really great thing going. Just going to say it straight away. Go and check it out. But hey, Ben, I've got four really good questions to ask you today. So um, if you're ready, should we crack on with question number one? Absolutely, mate. Let's do it. Let's get into it and see how it goes. Hell yeah, let's do it. Right. So, Ben, tell me about your backstory. What were you doing before you started the current venture? And what gave you the idea for the Unbreakable Man program? And uh, how did it lead to you know building what you've what you've done from nothing to today? Yeah, so I guess I guess I've got to give you a bit of a backstory. So um yeah, I went to university, went to Loughborough University, studied sports science. Always in the back of my mind, I had had the thought of becoming a personal trainer, but never really pursued it. And to be honest, I was probably at the time like chasing money, thinking I needed to do another degree, needed to do something else rather than actually chasing chasing my passion. So I started a master's degree after mm-hmm. university, decided it wasn't for me. And then I joined a personal training course, okay, which was to be honest, the best decision that I've ever made, because on that course, not only did I get an incredible career, but I also met my wife. Um, and obviously we we have children together now. So it all worked out for the best. Then I was for a long period while I was building up my business, I was also a tennis coach as well, because I grew up playing tennis, coached lots of tennis. So there was a period where essentially I was coaching tennis and personal training alongside each other, literally running from the tennis club to the gym, which was across the road in between sessions training clients um and then eventually i went went all in on the personal training which actually took a bit of time to build up the courage to do that um and then over the next couple of years i built up a pretty good successful business managed to get myself fully booked and then the pandemic hit Mm. and lost most of my business overnight which was obviously unfortunate at the time but to be honest it ended up being you know the best thing for me and i had spent a lot of years prior to that actually building up my following online um so luckily i was managed managed to pivot uh, online dur- during the pandemic um and then eventually formulated the unbreakable man program which like i said in the intro helps guys get in incredible shape feel great about themselves because essentially it was a program created because of the challenges and struggles that i faced growing up and by actually getting in shape, working on myself, really changed me as a person. It allowed me to grow 
my confidence and I wanted to do the same for other guys as well. Hence why the Unbreakable Man program was was created. And yeah, I'm very proud of what, what we've created. And, you know, it's, it is changing a lot of lives. I can imagine, dude. And you go on your Instagram and stuff and you look at the before and after photos and it must be so, so gratifying and make you so proud to see these men that are, you know, taking things, you know, bad situations and turning them into these incredible chiseled bodies. And um, I just want to say it, you've done a great job of what you're doing. And, you know, you go to the gym, you're, you're a tennis coach, you're a PT and stuff. You've done a lot of things, but you're very entrepreneurial, I would say, as well. And what you've done with the service, all these little extra things from the, you know, the Facebook group to the podcast that you're doing to all these little things that just jack up this service. Even the water bottle, you know, I, I joined the program. <laughs> ben sends out a nice water bottle and a handwritten note. And it just, it turns something, you know, that could be average into something exceptional. So it's been a great start. And um, Ben, I want to ask for my second question, a bit about the kind of almost a philosophy behind what you're doing and why we have to do it. So the Unbreakable Man program, like you've said, is, you know, clearly has a defined goal of improving men's health, physique and confidence, among other things. Uh, but for me, it begs the question, what has happened in society that has made men not automatically work on these things? And how can we break out of the social acceptance bubble and start to get back on the right track? What is the process for that? So that's a very good question. And <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it's one, it's one that obviously needs exploring. I do think at this present moment in time, men are probably more lost than we've ever been, right? And I'm sure, obviously, you can relate to that as well in, in certain, you know, in certain parts. Um, and, you know, like, it's it, it's funny because if you, are, if you ask someone the question, right, like, what is a man? What does a man stand for? You, you'd get such a variety of answers. And I kind of think we've, we've lost the way a little bit a lot along the way. And... You know, guys are a little bit confused about you know what what it actually means to to be a man, which is which is understandable. And you know, there's multiple reasons why that might be the case. But for me, and 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 like I said, the the, the reason why I created the program, and you know why why I have such an affinity towards helping guys is because I re I really do believe that through physical challenge, through physical transformation doesn't necessarily have to be a body transformation could be you know any challenge that you set your mind to whether that be a performance-based one running a marathon whatever it may be I truly believe that through that challenge the adversity you're going to come out the other side stronger more confident more disciplined and it will you know it will change change your life if you really lean into that and there, there's a great book I don't know if you've read it it's called The Obstacle is the Way which mm, no. is by Ryan Holiday um, and it's it's very good. And, you know, in the book, he, he explains how, you know, obstacles, challenges are necessary, essentially, for growth. And I, I truly do believe that. And I think when when guys go through through a transformational process or, you know, physical challenge, you know, they they transform. And that has such a positive impact, not only on themselves, but also everyone around them. Right. Because it ends up being a knock on effect. All right. Because. You know, if you're in a good place as an individual, you know, that has such a profound positive impact on those closest to you. It has a positive impact on your career, it has a positive impact on your family, on your children. And and everyone really does 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 win when you're thriving and excelling. And you know, that's kind of why 
I sort of gravitated towards creating creating the program. But yeah, I'd be interested to know why you think men are potentially struggling more in society these days as well. It's always a topic area that you know I'd, I'd like to explore. And like I said, it's a complicated one. I don't think there's there's one definite answer. It's an interesting topic, and it, it is it is something that it's hard to put an exact finger on exactly what is the problem. But in my honest opinion, I just think that everything is now, I mean, the first thing I'd say is that we don't have, we're not living in a world really anymore where we have lions chasing us down and we're, we're not on the, on the, on the menu for breakfast anymore. So, you know, being fast, being super fit, you know, that's a necessity if you're living, you know, in the wild or something and you take it back a few thousand years, a few hundred thousand years, whatever. And, you know, the demand for escaping, for running away and, you know, for get catching food, that that's one of the things that's just been completely removed from society as a whole right now. And I also think things are too easy for people now. You, you want you want a pizza, you get the craving of Deliveroo or you Uber Eats or something, and then it's delivered straight to your door. And we've just got so many lazy options. And unfortunately, yeah. people always do naturally, well, not always, but people would naturally always take the path of least resistance. If you're walking through the woods and you see a thick, overgrown path, maybe it looks a bit nicer, or you just see like that straight line where there's nothing in the way, you're always going to go for the easiest route. And unfortunately the easiest route nowadays is just giving into the cravings and not going to the gym and not putting yourself in a physical position where you have to actually use the attributes and stuff but that's where it's that's where we're lacking now we really need to to get back on track with that sort of thing not just for not not, we don't have the the need to run from animals and stuff anymore we don't need to catch food ourselves because it's all there but we need to be healthy and that's what's just gone away i think 100 it's the invisible things, isn't it? It's the diseases you pick up, the diabetes, the the, the things that you, you don't expect them to creep up on you, but they do. So it's it's always an investment into um into your future. And another thing I'd say as well is that I was speaking in my last episode with um a guy called Marcus Torgerson, who he basically teaches self defense, and he's a, he's a Krav Maga um master basically, and. One of the points we we talked about as well was that most of the self-defense is actually done in preparation for problems. And if you're jacking yourself up, you're getting fit, you're getting ripped and stuff, you're less likely to be picked on, bullied or or attacked. What do you think about that, Ben? Yeah, 100 percent. I think I think you've you've really hit the nail on the head there. I think I think comfort is most definitely a blessing and a curse. Right. Of course, you know, we don't want to be uh, running away from saber tooth tigers or, you know, necessarily having to hunt for our food or anything like that. But, you know, I think we've almost gone the other way. Okay, society is easier than it ever has been, which once again is fantastic in many ways. But at the same time, like if you do just lean into the comfort side of things too much, I think that causes a whole host of problems for a lot of people. And you know, actively seeking ways to challenge yourself, to push yourself, you know, for for me, it it really does change your your mindset and also just, just your, your mood, your energy, your temperament. And there's just a whole host of positive benefits from, from doing that for sure. Mm, Absolutely. I mean, getting in the gym and doing doing the right things well has it has a positive impact like you said on not just yourself but 
like you said, the family and people around you, everyone starts to benefit from it. But one good decision leads to another. And unfortunately, people naturally procrastinate. But if you make that good decision, you get to the gym, you've got the pump on, you're feeling good. What comes next? Well, it could well be a protein shake. You want to maximize those gains or a healthy lunch, followed up with a little walk and a run later. And it all just it keeps gravitating more good stuff. You know, it all it all just revolves around it. So it's 100%. It's and I, I think necessary. Yeah, absolutely. And, and and like never underestimate how like one good decision can actually be a catalyst for so many other things. Right. And actually, you know, for for me, there's a lot of guys who and I've been incredibly guilty of this, who you've you know, you've perhaps wanted to pursue a goal, whether that be get in shape, whether that be build a business, whether that be whatever it is. OK, and you procrastinate on it. You think about it. OK, you you dwell on it. You debate it in your head. Right. And I think that's the wrong thing to do. And I really do think now that if you're 51 percent certain, then you need to go for it. OK, you don't need to be 100 percent. OK, you don't need to have everything figured out in order for you to go all in on your goals, because 100 percent is never going to happen. And you're only going to regret it further down the line. Right. And, you know, like I said, there's been instances where I've delayed. Like I said, I used to coach tennis. I was a personal trainer and there was a long period where I really wanted to go all in on the personal training. But I was I was scared to let go of the comfort of the tennis coaching because it was steady money. And I procrastinated for for a long period of time. Right. And if I'd actually just gone gone for it, it would have worked out for the better. So I, I do think there's no delay. There's no benefit to delaying on your goals and never underestimate you know, how making one positive change can actually be a catalyst to so many other things. Totally agreed. Spot on. And yeah, procrastination is the, it's the death of ideas, inspiration, good decisions. And it you think when you procrastinate, you think, oh, I'm going to do it tomorrow. I don't know how many people can relate to this, but, you know, I've, I've got a few Instagram accounts going and I've I try to make posts almost every day and if you miss that day and then you say oh I'll just have a couple of days off of it I'll do it I'll do it tomorrow it might only take a minute to to make that post but before you know it that's seven days gone and that's the same with ideas you want to build that business make that website or start the podcast record the episode or whatever it is you think you're gonna by procrastinating you're just gonna do it ah oh, tomorrow or the day after that or next week it just you just forget there's so much going on in life and so many things happening and so many interests and things to focus on it just slips and before you know it three years down the line you're in the exact same shape you're still unhealthy you've still got a bad diet and you still feel crap about yourself and that's why it all starts getting in the gym it starts in the morning when you get out of bed then you make the bed and you get in the gym get the pump on and then the day is the day is for the taking and Let's say, Ben, so going for my third question, um, people people get motivated. Motivation is so sporadic and you can't rely on it. You have to be consistent. You have to get in that gym every day. And it's not good enough to think, OK, I'm feeling I'm feeling it this week. I'm going to do three or four gym sessions and go for a run. And then next week, OK, Ben and Jerry's, Domino's, night out. Don't fancy it anymore. Oh, I'm too busy. Procrastinating comes back. So my question is, do you have any tips for staying consistent day in and day out with training and diet? And what is the secret to overcoming cravings and urges, in your opinion? 
absolutely so yeah like first of all like we've you've kind of touched on there is our action is is going to be the biggest first hurdle for most most people it's getting the ball rolling all right and yeah first of all mate massive hats off to you because obviously you've started this podcast is this episode 41 41 it takes it takes a long time (laughs) amazing but mate like how many people want to start a podcast but never start a podcast right and you've you know you've taken action and you know that is often the biggest hurdle for a lot of people is getting the ball rolling is putting skin in the game um and yeah like doing doing the work and getting the ball rolling right that that is the, the biggest biggest challenge and in terms of how to stay was the question how to stay motivated or how to stay consistent, consistent day in, day yeah. Out. How to stay, yeah so you know you, you obviously have to rely on discipline which is going to be important important because motivation as we all know it comes in waves we're not all motivated every single day i'm certainly not i didn't even want to go to the gym today but i managed to drag myself there all right and that's not just a byproduct of discipline Okay, it's a byproduct of the habits, the behaviors and the systems that you build in your life. And I really do think like getting in shape, you need you need to have systems in place to do that. Okay, you need to have systems with regards to your training. You need to have systems with regards to your nutrition, your lifestyle to make this as easy as for you as possible and reduce as much friction as possible. Okay, James Clear's book, Atomic Habits, speaks really, really well about this and the need to make your the task that you need to do to achieve your goals as frictionless and as easy and as straightforward as possible. Okay. So that you're more likely to do them. So I think that is the first step and also like managing expectations. I think when, when guys try to get in shape or, you know, whatever it is, you know, if it's some other goal is, is they try to do too much too soon. Okay. They essentially like how many times have people started a new year's resolution? Right, they said, right, I'm going to go to the gym six days a week, right? So much. And in reality, you know, before that, they've potentially been going zero times. That's a big change. Like, you need to chunk it down. You need to be realistic. You need to start small, and then you need to build it up, all right? Initially, the biggest challenge might be just getting in the gym, all right? Getting there twice a week, three times a week, and then you can build from there. So it is being realistic. Okay, obviously, you want to set the bar high, but, you know, don't, don't shoot yourself in the foot because if you say you're going to do six sessions, then when you only manage three, you're going to end up feeling guilty and like a failure. And then you're going to be back into that cycle, which a lot of people struggle with. Like how many times have people tried to get in shape, right? Only to fall back into old habits. And that, and when that habit, when that happens, it almost reinforces the fact that you haven't got, got in shape again, tanks your confidence and the whole cycle continues. All right. So yeah, like I said, structure, systems habits behaviors and being realistic with those to start with you know for some people just getting out for a walk is a big big start you know making Mm. a few small improvements to their diet like start small don't expect it to be perfect learn from it and then also like reviewing your progress like too many people you know they have they have the big goal the big vision that they want to achieve but they don't actually create like a roadmap to get there Mm. right they don't have milestones, goals that they want to hit, maybe a little bit of pressure, targets, and the exact steps they need to take to get there. So planning those steps is go- is going to be key. You need a plan. Couldn't agree more. That is such sound advice, and that's exactly that's exactly the right way to do it. And actually, it reminded me a little bit of something I heard 
from a couple of people now this this information's kind of it, it's getting a bit more trendy now i think and there was a story of a, of a guy who was overweight and never went to the gym and he started trying to do the two hours on the treadmill and these massive sessions going from zero to, to 100 and he just lost the motivation and when that motivation dwindled he just didn't want to go back anymore and couldn't be bothered with it so I'm pretty sure his PT I don't remember exactly who this was but they created a habit for him they said you're going to do one exercise in the gym every day I think it was it, I can't remember exactly what it was it was like nine minutes or something in the gym do this one thing every single day and the idea not to not to get fit essentially but to create the habit of going and getting in that gym every single day and then jack it up from nine minutes to 15 minutes and then so on so on and um i heard this recently again from jefferson rogers who was on the podcast before too he recently said in one of his posts that the way to start to become a reader is to read something every day whether that's literally one page of a book do it in the evening it will take you a minute minute and a half or however long it takes but if you just open a book every single day you're creating a habit and you can't rely on that motivation you, you do have to have those habits in place and yeah ben couldn't agree more totally sound advice um so ben for my fourth question here we go if you could have a moment to be heard all around the world by everyone who is self-conscious and unhappy with their physique and want to make a change but just don't know where to start what message would you give to them to get the wheels of change turning and get them motivated to make those changes and get consistent and get to the gym nice nice good question challenging one i think i think the first thing to identify is is you're not alone in those feelings right there's you know that that's pretty normal it's scary taking action it's not easy Okay. Otherwise everyone would do it. Okay. So yeah, if I could, if I could give you some advice is understand number one, you're not alone. Okay. Number two, it will be a great decision for you to do that. Okay. Every, everything's going to benefit if you start, if you start looking after yourself more. All right. Like we said before, everyone around you is going to benefit and yeah, you've, you know, taking, take action initially, understand you won't have it all figured out to begin with. Nobody does but you're going to learn on the job, right? And that's the best thing you can do. You don't need to wait for all the stars to align. You don't need to wait for everything to be perfect, okay? But you can learn on the job. You can take action. You can try and make a few small improvements. And then from that, you can stack that and build on it. And then momentum will build. Momentum is so, so important with everything in life, particularly when you're, you know, trying to achieve your goals. It's getting the ball rolling and your confidence will grow, okay? Once you start to see changes, you know, that's going to that's gonna boost your confidence and, you know, you're going to be, you're going to be hungry for more. Absolutely. Mm, that's a great answer. Yeah. The snowball effect is real, isn't it? That's a real thing. And it really does work. Momentum, the habit building, great answers, Ben, really appreciate it. And that is our four questions done for today. You've done fantastically, man. And uh, before we wrap it up, it is time for what I like to call what everyone now knows as the shameless plug. We all know what he's going to say. We just do, don't we? So Ben, <laughs> please take a minute to promote something that you're working on. You want people to take a look at or just something that you believe in. Yeah. So for, for, for your listeners, if they are interested in what I've had to say today, you can find me on Instagram. You can find me on TikTok at, uh, at body sculptor, Ben. 
Okay. And as, as I've spoke about a few times on this podcast, um, I run a program called the Unbreakable Man program, which gets guys looking, feeling, performing the absolute best. So they're full of confidence, full of energy and feel like they can run through walls. So if that is something you need help with, if your confidence perhaps isn't where you want it to be, you perhaps feel like, like we spoke about, you want a little bit more challenge in your life. Okay. Because you see the benefit in that, then by all means, you know, I would be honored if you hit simply hit the follow button, feel free to drop me a message. You know, I try and chat to anyone that drops me a message on Instagram. Uh, and yeah, I'd be happy to help if I, if I can. That's fantastic. And um, yeah, guys, give this guy a follow and keep a, keep an eye out on the horizon for my before and after photo. It's uh, it's on its way. It's, it's, <laughs> it's on its way. It's a work in progress. It's, it's, it's coming. It's happening. I'm guessing in the gym. So, you know, it's a question of when, not if, boys and girls. So, um, hey, Ben, thank you and so much. Can I just say it's, yeah, it's an absolute it's an absolute pleasure to to be working with you you know you're you're very ambitious i think you're doing a great job here and mate you're only going to continue to go from strength to strength with everything and you're going to be you know an incredible incredible case study because ultimately i have no doubt that you know by you getting in better shape it's going to have such a positive impact on anything and i'm i'm excited to see the very best louis to date love it mate thank you so much for that and thank you for taking the time to do this um just wanted to check quickly was this your first podcast that you've that you've done, like where you've been a guest on someone else's podcast? This this was my second one, second and one. I think my first one was many many years ago. Many years. Uh, ago. I do I do do it as you know. I do a weekly podcast for the guys in the program. Um, but yeah, this is this is my second time being a guest on the podcast. So it was an absolute privilege <laughs> to be here, my friend. Now you've done a great job, and Ben. Thank you for taking the time for this and thank you for joining me today for the Talk Before podcast. It has been an absolute pleasure having you on. Thank you. Thank you very much, Louis. You're welcome. And thank you guys for listening. This has been episode 41. And if you'd like to listen into our past episodes, go and have a look at our channel. And if you'd like to listen in to the future ones as well, loads of good people coming on, make sure to hit that subscribe button and spread some love by leaving a like and a comment. Signing off for now. <laughs>